smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down. Hey, let's do the grow talk. Come on, grow talk. What's up, everybody? We're going to talk about growing some fine cannabis this show. Uh, have some fun while doing it. Some laughs. <laughs> I see what you did there. Nice introduction that time. It was uh, mm. uh, gender neutral. Everybody was just, hey. Very <laughs> yeah. smart. Hey, hey, y'all. That's gender neutral. <laughs> what, are you ta- what are you talking about gender? Oh, because I haven't really have an issue with saying, Hey guys, and thinking like, does that? And so I got you. Right, right. And then the, our transgender listener told us that we should say, hey gals, every now and again. Cool. I'll no. keep it in the mix. She actually I'll did. Keep it in the mix. She, she, Today, she's, all, she's all good with the PC stuff. Just keep doing what you're doing, is what she actually said. This Grow Talk, guys. We've got grower questions off dogrows.com. Let me give you a show rundown here. Dank Nuggin titled Mendel Brothers Pez Dispenser Finos. Pez Dispenser Finos. By NPK King Savage. Right. <laughs> uh, flower room update posted by Terp. Time again. How is it going, my friend? Hey. Uh, finishing autos with 1212 light question mark by Big Word 420 and Fogger and a grow hack here. This is kind of cool. Fogger or humidifier posted <coughs> by Eric the Colorblind. Did we cover this grow hack? I, I saw it and I was like, I don't know if we did or not. It was one of those. Uh, he's using a reptile fogger and a grow tent. We, we did not. It was supposed to have been on the last grow talk, but we got caught up in some conversation, had to push that on back. So. Thank you. Thank you, producer guru. Uh, as well as start 1212 um, under veg light. Interesting. Oh, so starting your flowering cycle under your vegetative spectrum. I used to talk about this with the metal halide or some LEDs, such as the uh, B specs over at HLG or veg specific lights. All right. Anybody can get their grower questions up over there at dudegrows.com. But the grower questions I like to check on are having you DDC producers build this show. If you're supporting the show, don't forget to message me over on Patreon. Uh, if you guys put up a grower question, please send me the link. If you find some interesting news, please hit me up. If you say, hey, this would be a great subject for the show. I'd like to hear from you guys. That's what we're called producers. Also, we're hooking up. It's up now, posted uh, custom Rosenbaum DDC logoed rocket Rosenbaum, yeah, right here, yeah, baby. Just you'll In go over and see the post. Comment what you're grateful for, and uh, we'll be picking a winner here. I think right at the end of the month. I don't know if we put that in the post or not. I believe we did, uh, but yeah, we got some other things. We're not going to fully clean the house, but I believe we got some nice HLG lights coming up. It's the holiday season, so we're going to do some giving to the Patreon producers, Scotty. All right, okay. I like all the infos at dudegrows.com forward slash support. You can see the member bennies there. Free seeds, deals on recharge, grow dots. Any other good? Oh, the show every Friday. Don't forget. Uh, is it tomorrow or today? I don't know. The Friday, DGC 420 half hour at 420 Pacific time. If you guys can't catch that live, it's reposted to everybody on Patreon on Monday. So, all right, that's about it. Let's hop into the show if you're ready, Scotty. I'm ready, man. Let's hop. Uh, Dank Nug, right off the bat here. It says, this is Mendel Brothers Pez Dispenser Finos. Posted by NPK King Savage. Is that a, sounds like there's a wrestler named something Savage. Oh, Randy Savage, the macho man. Come on. One of my favorites. Hey, do you know who, uh, first the Mendel brothers, I guess they're breeders, but you know who brother Mendel was? 
Hmm. Is that part of an actor from a movie or character? He's like the father of genetics, man. He's the guy that figured out the whole uh, dominant and recessive traits, right? Punnett Square. Punnett Square. Experiments with peas. Yes. Yeah, I was listening. No, no. Brother Mendel sounds like Amish to me for some reason. Catholic. I know he was at a monastery where, where he did all his research at. I was listening to something uh, yesterday in the Grow, and they were talking about how they pretty sure he faked his research. Now, uh, he didn't fake his research; he fudged the numbers, the numbers just a little bit to make it seem perfect. Although in his like actual recorded data, it was not perfect. But he, but he, he did just figure a, it just out, a, though. just a little bit though. The fuckers yelling just a at little us down bit, there. Huh? He's well, like, I number. discovered genetics, and this is what I get, man. This is what you say. All right, big number ups to you, fudging. All right, back to the dank nug here. It says lineage, lineage is from the stomper. Oh, from the forum stomper taste and smell like grape rock candy buds. It says are dense as as dense as wait, dense as a dense as a frosty grown in. Okay, this could be potentially where uh, I've seen some of these typing with your iPhone quickly. Right. Uh, <laughs> The um, buds okay. are dense and frosty, grown in happy frog. Thank you. And I can't see the rest. Dude, these are dense, frosty, colorful, beautiful buds. They are good man. looking. I can't see Missouri breeder, Missouri grower, Missouri smoker. Right on, right on. Dude, those do look really nice. The third picture here. And these are autos, he said? I don't know. Is that is that what it said, man? No, no, it doesn't say that. I was just no, checking. I, was... I would be blown away, sir. Missouri breeder, Missouri grower, Missouri smoker. Come on, dude. Shout out to Missouri. Used to hang there. I grew up in the St. Louis area for a while. What the hell does that mean, man? That's the worst worst Missouri shout out I've ever heard, man. All right. (laughs) It's okay. It's, it's, you know, there's no mountains there, damn it. All right. It'll change when I move to Colorado. Oh, hang so, on, love brother Mendel's. This is from Squirrel Two Sixteen. Love brother Mendel's genetics been running their autos, and they put out that Pez dispenser looks fire. So I guess is this an auto? I don't know, but we should look into Mendel Brothers genetics, man. I dig. Uh, must be a that fan. Looks like thing. that looks that looks like it could be an auto, man. Just look at the way it's not trimmed at all. Just that's an auto, bro. Are you blown away now? Yeah, I don't know. They just keep on getting better and better. What size container is that? As long as it's growth talk, that's a big fucking container, right? Is that a seven yeah, gal? Um, no, gal? I don't know. Interesting though, man. Auto's come a long way. Let's move on to the grower questions here. Question number one: uh, Flower room update posted by Terp Parmigan. What is up, buddy? Yes. The- the famous, the, I don't know. He might be the most prolific commenter we have. No, <laughs> prolific <laughs> DGC in Newfoundland, Labrador. What's yeah, up? when I when I think of Turp, I think of him riding around or just ripping it in that razor. I know he's into that. But Guru played this for me this morning, and I thought of Turp. What is this, man? Is that what is that, man? Someone took a side-by-side and took the wheels off of it and put it on two jet skis and hooked it all up together. And it's kind of badass. Is that something you do to get laid? Or why else would you do that, man? Did you just have, like, uh, side-by-side and two jet skis sitting around and are really bored, I guess? I mean, dude, you've got, like, you're doing pretty good if you can afford a side-by-side. <laughs> and you've got extra, like, extra money if you can afford two jet skis, but all of them at once and to fuck yeah. up all of them. 
that's that's, that's a little some... bit. And then yeah. I'm sorry, Terp. I said uh, Newfoundland, Labrador. I kind of I think just tried to shove two provinces into one because I'm not fully Canadian, so people can make fun of me. I believe it's Labrador. Hey. What one's an island, right? Uh, yes. Newfoundland is, is a little tiny island. Lobsters just wash up on the shore, right? <laughs> I told you that my buddy, as I say, Mike just Mike, Mike just Mike, emigrated from East Germany back when he was a kid. And, you know, the fall of communism and crazy shit going on. And somehow he got to Newfoundland. We're like, hey, man, you're free. You're in Newfoundland. <laughs> it was like, it's pretty weird, man. Very weird. All right, let's let's talk about Terps Grow here. It says, hello, DDC Danksters. It's been a while since I made my last post. And I hope that all is forgiven. Oh, come on, come on. Uh, today, I would like to show you all what I've got going on in the flower room. Normally, I would have four plants in the flower room, but we've only got space for three in the 14 by seven room, okay? All plants are in 10 or 15 gallon fabric pots. For the medium, we're using three to five year old can of cocoa core. Okay, interesting. Going, I mean, just- Is it the recycling it over and over again? Is that what you're saying? Uh, obviously, yeah, three to five year old. We talked about it um, a few times, man. I don't know if it was Michael from Oil Gold. It was. Uh, about Breaking reusing down. cocoa. And yeah, you're totally able to reuse it. Obviously, it depends on what your inputs. Terp, give us some more info. If you're re-amending, I assume you're re-amending. You're continuing to re-amend some fresh cocoa um, each cycle. But uh, let's go on here to more of the gross style. It says recharge, carbs and stuff. To my new product. I love it. Is that the official name? What are you using? Carbs and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. What's carbs and stuff? And we're feeding them uh, green planets GP3, which is just, I believe, like a three-part. I think like a grow micro bloom type. Um, same products in veg and add optic folders overgrow to really get the plants going. All right. So the first pick, I tried to get a full room view, but the freaking wall got in the way. The second one is Cecilia from Pistol Positive Creations. She's on week five on the fifth week of flower and freaking frosty. So the big one, uh, pick three. Now look at this pick three, dude. Look at the buds and pick three, dude. You're like, yes, harvest is going to be good. Wait, uh, dude, which one's pick three? It's uh, the one with the monster flowers oh, coming Jesus through the straw. Christ, like, man. It says the, that one that. is Mud Honey from Seattle Chronic Seeds. We are on the plain water cycle now and getting ready for harvest any day. This strain is amazing with great medical qualities. The strain came out on top so far for making full spectrum oils. Plus it smokes great and presses real good. I mean, that's, he's using all sides of it, right? Pressing it, it's getting good press. It's great smoke and full spectrum oils. Terps definitely into making some cannabis medicinal oils, uh, avocado, coconut oil infused, which I use. I put it that's on awesome. my face. Wow, man. <laughs> Those are crazy colas there. Unbelievable. Beautiful job, Terp. Yeah, look at the limb. We got a Terp makes all of his lights there. I wanted to talk on another show. He's got a post on some custom Newfie lights. There we go. Newfie. I don't think lights. you're allowed to say that. I think that's a microaggression, man. Is that a pejorative, <laughs> sir? Um, he's doing the Cobb LEDs, Guru. And is that is that out? I can't say it's outdated. Is that as of no. quality? I'm so used to seeing the other, just the diodes now, the Samsung, you know, on the boards. Uh, uh, I don't see this. A, a lot of that is like an economies of being a manufacturer type thing too. The Samsung 301Bs are cheaper, uh, like per lit square foot than going with the Cobbs would be at like a manufacturer level. Um, Cobbs are a little bit less efficient than uh, like the high end of those Samsung diodes. 
but they're still way better than HPS lights. And if you build a light yourself, you uh, you definitely can can save some money and get some good lights built with cobs. Right on. We'll do a little more light talk to cover <laughs> your custom build there, Turp. But just wanted to give an update on your grow. That is looking awesome. Looks Shout out beautiful. to all the Canadian DGC out there, Newfoundland and Labrador. And uh, yeah, looking good, buddy. Looking good. Keeping it real, Turp. Thanks for the comments there, Rasufa. I farted in Big Horn 420. <laughs> Oh, all right. So we have a comment here. We have a comment here. Oh, shit. That's good stuff, man. I farted just gave him that name so he could uh, get you to say that a bunch, man. For sound you bites. Say, you just say something, you're able to laugh from saying it. And I know that's like you. You still got like fart jokes and stuff, you know? And so you haven't aged too much. So, no, definitely not. When fart jokes aren't funny, man, you got an old, then you become an old fart uh good comments here this is uh, i don't know if we could go deep with this one or if you read this one but check this out pa rose <laughs> i'm skeptical that there's any great difference between the water soluble plant food from the box store and the boutique nutrient treatment okay so I you're have, talking like the peter's 16 16 16 yeah, or whatever Isle of home depot and grabbing some whatever exactly um i have six identical clones wedding cake now is it fair to say anything's identical with clones i mean all from the same yes. mom they yes. look fair no six identical clones meaning that they all came from the same mom they all have the exact identical genetics and right. epigenetics i would think okay deep no uh, meaning that they, the genetics is like what's in their dna and the epigenetics is they weren't if the mom was stressed all those were stressed if the mom was overfed or underfed all those clones are overfed and underfed. So it is, they are, it is working with the same thing. So, but I guess you couldn't technically have, I mean, you can take, if you take clones of all the same length and vigor from the mother plant, technically they should all root about the same and you should not have like a quote runt out of those clones. You wouldn't Whereas, think so unless one got in the corner of the dome or one sat in a puddle, you know. Got it, what, yeah, microclimate. And is that epigenetics? Do I have that right about how something is treated expresses its uh, it affects its genetic potential? Definitely can. Probably not the exact definition of right. it. Uh, epigenetics is how the genes are expressed and what is silenced and turned on by the got genetic. it and by stress and by stress environment. Like lots of different factors. Got it. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, so then we got the six identical clones and intend to run a six bucket hydro. Four with general hydroponics and two using plain water or soluble plant food from the depot. Yep. It's a 24-8-16 expert gardener. <laughs> Love it. Mm -hmm. um, it says straight cracky, cracky standard buckets. What, what are these guys? Do shout out to Dr. Cracky. There's a T in there, I believe. Dr. Cracky. Okay, this just looks like a basic deep water Pass culture bucket. Passive deep water culture. Uh, just a super simple. I don't think it's such a great method or I, I don't know a ton of people. I shouldn't say I want to take that back. I don't know a ton of people that use it to grow weed with. Um, I had always thought it was for like leafy crops or that's where I thought it excelled commercially. But it's just a passive deep water culture system. Do you hope in the future, like when you're old and frail, there's grow talk going on and they're like, I'm growing in six of the buckets using the real buckets method? <laughs> no, no, I hope everybody steals them. I just uh, needed something to call them and have a graphic artist. Set so. of bus balls. Okay, so they're rooted in rock wool. They're in hydrogen plastic net pots. The pheno was selected for vigor 
and quality and has produced consistent high yield grown in regular potting mix. Results to come. What do you think, Scotty? I mean, yeah, there's, there's minerals you said, are minerals. What do you right? think? And then you didn't that. <laughs> I can't say minerals are minerals. That's very broad, I suppose. I mean, when we're no. getting phosphorus, we're getting nitrogen, and we're getting potassium from a raw mineral source. Yes, and that mineral source can be contaminated with heavy metals, or it can be a very clean source. Uh, when are we going to run out of phosphorus, though? Do you know yet? Do they give us a date? Soon. Very. Yeah, that is so scary, man. Uh, but anyway, man, it does matter the ingredients there's different grades of ingredients there's guru i think we've gone over this i know that ag grade the the least clean the you know the ag whatever grade. it's meant for throwing on 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 the ground ag grade food grade food grade and, and then, then like medical pharmacopoeia grade that kind of pharmacopoeia thing. grade is gonna be the yeah so and then also you got kosher gets thrown in there too Oh yeah, man, are, I forgot the name of those. That's just a certification, though. That's not a grade of. So yeah, like I know, for example, Ramo Nutrients, they pharma, quote pharmaceutical grade, right? Like I guess that's the higher end. That may be what you're seeing different in a uh, boutique nutrient at the hydro store versus what we're seeing on the shelf at Home Depot when we're looking at a soluble I think it's food powder. grade. I think I think it's all food grade stuff. I think he's probably very close yeah i think he is right and but don't forget i did uh experiment remember i did 2020 just uh water soluble 2020 it was a grow more product it was nothing super fancy yeah um, they were definitely using that stuff to grow cannabis with uh, so i think, I think what, the difference is when verse you have a whatever gh three part isn't uh, i wouldn't call that a boutique nutrient system that's some basic meat and potatoes not that expensive i'll call mm -hmm. it a little salty for my liking um but it's in it's some salts. of from <laughs> that's you. all it is it's salts some of the other products that are out there can be the uh, secret weapon if you will i think i've mentioned uh some of like blue there's different bloom enhancers out there that uh like i like massive uh, being pretty repetitive with that but i do and there's all different products people like to use for ex another example um frost from new, new millennium there's growers that definitely like look These i've are used it I go ahead uh, these are complimentary products. I think what he's saying is the steak and potatoes. Is my McDonald's hamburger as good as my steakhouse hamburger? And the McDonald's inputs might not be so good or as good as the, the ones you get at the, the $16 hamburger at the steakhouse. I got you. And I bet you that 24816 Expert Gardener from the depot is a bit cheaper and a soluble powder with how many gallons it makes in the box he bought. My bring us the results, BA Rose. I bet you they're going to be very similar if you're changing nothing else with these with these with these plants because they're just the basic yeah necessities. I do think that the things that are marketed for cannabis come in the right proportions, and they also come with nutrient feed schedules. So you're kind of got to be guessing a little bit on the uh, just using whatever it is. The right proportions. You said it. I bought plenty of products where people are like, do you know how how much cheaper you could get that? You're like, yeah, but I don't need the drum from Alibaba, bro. Like, I just, you know, I don't right. need, that. you know, this is packaged for exactly uh, my usage. I get it. I could get a lot more, but well, that's a good point for sure. That that 24816 isn't going to be very good for Bloom. And that's a hell of a lot of nitrogen in that. You know, we don't normally have that big of a nitrogen imbalance. So that's for a, expert gardener, though. Yeah, I don't know that that's meant to be watered in every single time. It'd be the only. That's a good point. Definitely yeah. uh, going into bloom, I would not be wanting to have that high of nitrogen. 
Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. You can go search for a bunch of different water-soluble fertilizers and Growmore does a good job of if you want to buy 50-pound bags at a time, uh, they have a whole bunch of options with all that stuff. And I think there's a ton of outdoor growers that use, I know there is, that use those water-soluble fertilizers. So yeah, I do I do think you're onto something there, but uh, the quality, I guess, the inputs, <clears throat> and then having that whole system. I mean, like the new millennium system you were talking about, has all sorts of additives and things that I, I think probably do something. <laughs> if you really want to know too, it'd be fun to ask. Uh, lately, I know Michigan Matt, um, he's a good source, but commercial growers uh, more and more these days are looking at their price per gram inputs. And when you're doing that, you're definitely wanting to look at your lighting, you look at your environment. How can I save money here, here, here? Nutrients, you definitely look hard at your nutrients. Um, and there still are commercial growers I visited that man, they're running the full can of line. I'm like, that really scales up to this point for what, you know? Right. Um, because that would be maybe at the higher end of what you consider a boutique nutrient line versus just getting some, I don't know, Jack's 321 off the top of my head, you know, a few parts yep. soluble dry powder. Good point, PA Rose. Let us know how that goes for you though. And Jack's is, if it's not in Home Depot, it's in hardware stores. I mean, Jack's fertilizer is one of those soluble powders you can find that's, that's kind of what he's talking about, a hardware store version. Uh, 225 Patman question. Does it really matter to have a carbon filter? I have not been using one in the last two grows. I don't mind the smells. Well, I don't like the shit smell from some newt, newt mixes, but that's it. Do I really need to filter? No, man. I, if you don't want to filter, it's doing nothing but taking care of the smell, right? If you're living in a state where you have no repercussions and you're not maybe bothering your neighbors, I could see if you're that guy in a condo or an apartment, you could probably really bother some neighbors. You know what I mean? Like, oh, Johnny's in bloom again yeah. for sure for the next two months. I think this is probably has to do with when we were talking about HEPA filters and powdery mildew. Uh, so I don't, I guess a filter would at least clean the air a little bit. I guess, uh, I guess it would carbon be a filter benefit. Carbon filter wise, strictly for odor. Um, yeah, you're talking about the air purifiers we were discussing. Um, that well, doesn't necessarily matter if you're talking about that. But since he mentions carbon filter. What, what, would it not? Wouldn't this be cleaning the air? I know we're only thinking about smells, but wouldn't it be cleaning the air as uh, well? Dust particles it, being pulled through it, the carbon wall? It, it is cleaning the air out and carbon filters filter out VOCs and everything like that too. Uh, but you got to remember if you just have one carbon filter on your outtake, right. it's not cleaning the air in the room at all or the air being drawn into the room. So no... It, it being there and just alone is not, unless you're in like a small lung room where that carbon filter is filtering through not just the air in the right. tank, but the air in that whole room too, it will filter it some, but no, it's not acting like an air purifier. Right. Um, hey, by the way, as far, I got a call from DGC. I, I think I can call him Glenn, but uh, was telling me about, we've been talking about powdery mildew and cleaning it up with those uh, filters, the HEPA filters. He was talking about some fundamentals. First thing was making sure your lung room is clean. You got, you know, old boxes and whatnot in there. That's a perfect haven for powdery mildew, all sorts of mildews. And then the other thing, Guru, we got to get him. I'm going to see if we can get him on or get him to tell me some, some actual factual information or specifics, I should say. But he's using UVA and UVB lights for a very specific amount of time. Uh, just, you know, whatever, a half hour. Then he actually, actually was telling me that you have to ramp it up. And there's like a maximum, I think it was 90 minutes was like the maximum that the plants can handle it. <clears throat> but he says it kills all the powdery mildew spores and it makes it way more resinous. 
makes the plant way more red, like next level. So uh, thank you, Glenn DGC. And I can't wait to get the specifics on this and share them with the dude grows, man. How are you going to do that? Uh, I have ways. All right, man. We have like right. internet thing that's like tied to hot air balloons and shit, man. Well, uh, I don't mind the smell of some dank in my house if uh, it wasn't for you know, my mother-in-law being here, which I, that's fine, but she, did she, she ever leave? <laughs> did I say that or think that I said, it right. You're going to hear you. <laughs> uh, but no, at some strains though, I've been at places where it's like, it'd be too strong for me. Like if you're just sitting in your living room, like, I don't know, your girl or one of your friends come over and they're just like, dude, I get that you don't mind like the smell, but it's like straight strong in here. Like I yes. leave and my clothes smell like skunk yeah so. <laughs> that is true you get in your car and it's and you're you just stink up your car had it happen. uh all right i want to remind before the next grow talk question man you guys want some grow tips here some grow tips no no grow ticks grow tips here we're getting better buds out of your next grow cycle check it out we made it we got a little guide here we, we brainstormed on our growing experience we're like hey what are the top five things here that you could give to, to either review if you're a new grower, make sure you're up on your game or learn from uh, just getting into the game. So you don't make some of the mistakes we've made. Dogrows.com forward slash buds is where you can get yes. the guide. And uh, yeah, Scotty. Nice. Nice. All right. I, I don't you, know, you, you, that you good killed enough. it, Nothing man. What else am I going to do, man? <laughs> That's fine. We'll take it right to Morton Grow Talk. Dogrows.com forward slash buds, guys. Do check it out. Uh, neat. I don't want to say neat little guy. I don't like the word neat. I don't know why. It's useful. Okay. It's useful. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. There's a lot to learn over there. There's a lot to review. Have you ever seen I was watching, I think it's from Lethal Weapon. They're like, he's, I can say this about myself. I've forgotten more about growing than most people will ever know. <laughs> uh, all right. Grow talk. I was just thinking, I don't know why, random thoughts. So for the Cowboy Cup, do I... I probably should do the mustache, right? I should probably shave my oh, beard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll do it. We'll do the mustache for the Cowboy Cup. That would be pretty dope. I like it. I can grow. That's where my, my facial hair grows the most. Most horrific will be on my stash. We'll go bolo tie shopping. Yeah. So you're going to grow out your mustache go. as well? Our guru, you down? You game? I got one, yeah. Really? You'll, you'll, you'll sport a stash? No, probably not. This is much oh, of a mustache as I've ever seen. The first heard. thing you do when you think about sporting a mustache is you don't ask your significant other, okay? <laughs> don't ask your lady friend what they think. I have done that one time before, um, and I sh had like a huge beard from No Shave November that went on to like January, and then shaved it and had like the giant porn stash. And <laughs> do, it, do it, do it, man. How'd it work? It, it was, gone, it was gone within 30 minutes. Yeah. No, they don't last do all that long, man. You can shave it when you get back from the Cowboy Cup. DGC, please challenge Guru. I'm game. You'll see me in mustache. All right, moving on. If Grow both talk. of you guys have giant Fu Manchus, man, I'm just going to. I mean, if we could get you in on it, Scotty, that would make some good pictures. I sure would. Finishing autos with 1212 light, question mark. My big word, 420. Big uh, word. Says, hey, DGC, dude, Scotty, Guru, and the rest of the crew, I'm thinking about finishing my autos in my flower tent for the last couple of weeks. I have some clones that need to go in the veg tent this next weekend, and the autos are close to the end. Does anyone have any idea putting the autos in the flower tent will have much of a negative impact on the final bud development? I think it would be minimal. So he's going to go from 18 hours to 12 hours to finish mm -hmm. the autos. It sounds like for maybe a week or two. 
Oh, we do too, no problem at all. I mean, this would be no problem at all. I've grown autos in my flower tent or my flower room before. And if, and if I was anything, surprised how good they turned out. If anything, it's just going to push the autos to finish a little bit quicker, too. Uh, granted, I mean, granted, they will be getting like 30% less light. That's the, the only issue. Day. Light's the energy. Um, so you can expect to lose out on a little bit of yield. Will it be super noticeable? No, probably not. Um, unless you're like at scale. But yeah, no, no problem putting them in the in the flower tent for a little while anyways right on right on yeah it's uh but the only other issue would not issue you could grow autos in your flowering tent for the whole cycle but you're yes. gonna give what do i say diminishing returns because they're not able to perform with that i guess mine grew awesome i'm just saying if you have you know if that's the only choice that's you right. have so the ones you showed me when i visited there were grown in 12 12 the whole cycle yep no those were worth some, it okay. yeah that's what i'm saying so there's yeah you can you can definitely do it if you've got room in your flower room play around with these things man they're super fun they're easy and fun <laughs> you're gonna are you working on your infomercial yes yes easy i am on autos just throw some dots at them. Yes, they're quirky and fun. Just throw some dots. Yeah, I like uh, that. Thank you. All right, we got another. We got a grow hack, grower question. What's going on in our grows? Plenty of grow talk. It's time to recharge your hard working soil. Yeah. Uh, speaking of recharge, so recharge, guys. Real Growers Recharge is available at realgrowers.com. Coupon code DUDE, Amazon Prime, Real Growers Recharge, Canadian Growers, dudesworld.ca. Pick up your recharge. Woo woo. Nice. <laughs> but You're I had on a quick fire question. today, dude. You're on fire. A quick question for you from the DDC titled Mixing Grow Dots. You can get your grow dots at realgrowers.com. Um, and I'll probably be mixing. I'm on the fence yet. I haven't decided yet if I'm going to be using them here this first grow. But this is from Flavor Chaser. One. I mean, they come in a little single. This is. I know it sounds too good to be true. We just had that question about uh, you know are these fertilizers a store bought fertilizer uh, similar to a grow store fertilizer? And the truth is, it really depends on the inputs. But there is all sorts of that store bought. Those powders are what giant commercial grows use for other crops. And that's starting, especially as you start getting into these $1,000 pounds and that big ag, what's good sense and what's intelligent things to do in big ag is start scaling over and start moving over to cannabis. And one of the things is programmed release fertilizers or fertilizers that release specific nutrients at specific times. And so this is my formulation of it. I kind of have uh, some ins with some pretty good formulators and uh, this is what we got. But for eight bucks, you can get a little packet of it, dude, or that's retail. I know you, man. I might hook you up, brother. I might give you a coupon code. But you pour one of them, uh, one of these packets on a five gallon bucket, you either mix it in, you can even just top dress it, leave it on top. And that's it, man. You just water it in and it works. Well, Flava uh, Chaser, Flava Chaser here. Yes, sir. Says, uh, first time posting here and new Patreon member. Thank you for the support, Flava Chaser. Says, just got nice. my grow dots and can of cocoa today. My curiosity is how much to mix in the grow dots should I, or how to mix it in. Should I mix it throughout the cocoa or should it be added into one more central locale? Like where they're transplanting, like the transplant hole. Love the no. show. Uh, won't be able to enjoy the flower until retirement, but I provide it for family members that need it. Awesome. 
Awesome. Yeah, thanks for trying those. I appreciate it, Flavor Chaser. Uh, you just mix them in. You just mix them, take your cocoa, you blend them in. Uh, it mix doesn't it have to be the, evenly throughout the media. Yeah, and I mean, it doesn't have to be perfect, but mix it in. Yeah, so it's spread out, dispersed a little bit. Because it is, each one of those, as the temperature gets to whatever, at that specific temperature, it's releasing a little bit of nutrient. So if you have a giant ball of it, that's a giant ball of nutrient is going to be releasing over there. So, yeah, yeah, mix it, it in throughout. I will say top dressing it, it's no problem. If you just want to top dress and then just water it, flows right down and circulates that way. What about irrigation schedules quickly? Because this just came to mind. Is irrigation, if I'm uh, watering uh, my two-gallon cocos three times a day every day, or I'm watering my 15-gallon cocoa pots once every five days, will is the nutrition wear out quicker? Nah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to do. That's what this cool technology is about. Interesting. It doesn't have to do it because it's in places like Florida, it rains, it rains a lot. A lot. Yeah, yeah, so if it was you know, predicated on the rain, the amount of rain, it would just all wash away. That's actually why these were invented and why they're so cool is because it can rain all at once. Their release is based on temperature. The temperature of the media is what is how it releases. Got it. Interesting. Yeah, I'm thinking more maybe uh, Osmocote days or something. No, Osmocote was actually, they were the first, this was 30 or 40 years ago, were the first people that actually invented that technology. And then it's kind of improved from there. There's been all these other kind of technology products based or based around that technology, but it's top secret shit, man. <laughs> it is, man. Like I'm not, I have a formulator that's sworn to secrecy on some of the technologies, man. Yes, they have those documents you have to sign that you may be sued if you disclose this information. Something yes. like that. Or will ruin yes. your life. Mm-hmm. All right, I got a grow hack here. This is pretty cool. Actually, I'm looking into this for my two by four grow tent. I have a small humidifier in there, a small humidifier. It holds like just over maybe a liter of water. It's micro, but it's two by four tent. But I need more humidity early on in veg when my plants aren't big. I don't have a lot of media yet. So that says, what up, DGC? This is from Eric, the colorblind. Uh, I was, uh, how is everyone today? Cheers, how are you? Excellent, I was recently on Discord, chatting about my grow. What's up? Nice DGC members hanging on Discord. Currently using a reptile fogger instead of the traditional humidifier. Check out this picture. The humidifier takes up a large footprint inside the grow tent, and it can make the walls of the tent drip with condensation. I had a large ultrasonic 4-liter humidifier but it was just too much for the three by three. Good point. When you're in these smaller tents, some equipment is just too big. It's valuable real estate. Um, after getting a little too lifted, I got lost in the endless void that is YouTube. I watched a video about a guy that has eight anacondas and a single terrarium. And he was talking about his fogging system for humidity. I bought one the next day. The fogger can, can sit outside the tent, at which point you just have to run the one inch corrugated tubing into the tent Easy maintenance in the tent lies uh, in the tent and less maintenance for the actual fogger. Dude, I'm ordering one of these. Uh, Guru, can you find it for me on Amazon.ca, please? It has to be .ca, apparently. Um, it got the attention of another DDC member who couldn't figure out how the humidity for his dishwasher grow. I think I know that guy. Uh, he suggested I submit this as a grow hack for the show. Hell yeah, man. This is the most potential for growers in very limited spaces. I'm going to need buy one of these for my two by four. Um, they are the, the Y adapters for the fogger hoses that makes it possible to run humidity to two grows. That is dope. 
Uh, foggers are a better choice, in my opinion, and don't take any of that expensive real estate. Dude, I'm, this is a win. Look at this. That thing. is cool. Yeah. I'm going to order one of these. It's just ah, a little. Shit, they're only available in the United States, man. They're not available in Canada. Yeah. Man, Sorry, man. I started about some things here. <laughs> um, that is cool. Yeah, Eric, the colorblind. Thank you. About the author there. Currently, and I, I'm assuming this is your this is your beautiful face in the picture. Uh, nice, dude. It says currently a stay-at-home dad worked law enforcement for 15 years before walking away from a wicked, toxic environment. I only started using this plant medicinally about four years ago and had never smoked before then. So it's still a pretty new community for me. My state of New Mexico recently became legal to grow recreationally, so I've decided to start a grow. Guru, bring the big beard back, brother. Oh, man, there you go. There you <laughs> Interesting. Go. I, didn't, I didn't even put that together. That wasn't I've even intentional. Been, uh, I've been keeping it like nice and trimmed. Might have to let it start going out. No, after, well, after the mustache, I agree. Okay. Maybe. Awesome. <laughs> oh, very cool. Eric the Colorblind, very cool bio. Oh, all right. What else do I need for the cowboy cup? I think a belt buckle. I got a few of those, though. I got a couple belt buckles. Could you pull off a cowboy hat? Mm, no. Trucker hat, foam front, mesh back, no problem. Right. Stash. Yeah. We should all shit. Come on, just like dumb and dumber, man. We should show big cowboy hats and shit. Only if you buy like the real, like the, you go to like the truck stop, uh, some truck stop in Oklahoma. We'll see. We'll go into one, like a flying J or something and see sure. if they got like the cheesy tourist cowboy hat that says like Tulsa on the front of it or some shit. That right. Work. I have a come and go hat from every state I've visited. Oh, if there is, oh uh, no, my wife banned those shirts. She doesn't <laughs> give me the look. She's like, what is this shit? <laughs> that is fucked up. You can't wear one of those, like going out with your wife, going out to dinner. No, it wouldn't Meeting work. Good. The whole night, the whole, whole night wouldn't work good for me. All right. No. So nice grow hack, dude. I'm going to order one of these bad boys. That is a great way to have just a little inlet for humidity in your tent. Save that real estate. It's awesome. Oh, very cool. Right. One more grow question here. Starting veg under 12 or starting veg on uh, starting 1212 under a veg light. When you're going to flower, this is by smoke stash. Whoa. It's just a facial uh, hair kind of show today, isn't it? Apparently. Quick question. I am currently finishing some lemon Jeffrey in the flower tent by. Oh, uh, yeah. But my lemon Jeffrey in the veg tent is out of control. Look at these pictures. I haven't grown lemon Jeffrey. I didn't know the canopy like pretty it's thin so leaves. Good, man, it is so good. Uh, that's a hell. Of, yeah, that plant's looking beastly in the veg tent. Um, I've been running the veg tent on 14 hours of light and 10 hours of dark to try and slow down growth. But as you can see, it's taken up the full tent. I'm right, definitely worried about stretch on the flip to flower. So in the two by three uh, veg tent, I'm running a horticulture lighting group 135 B spec. So the B spec is their veg spectrum. What makes an LED just a veg spectrum? Just no red diodes? Uh, no, having a higher number of blue diodes that are in there at either 430 or 460 so that uh, the plant stretches less and it'll, it'll have shorter internodal spacing. What do you think about that, man? Because I used to grow, uh, I was starting my um, veg when I was the HID grower. And I would do sometimes I would, as that a, it was like grow science, but Hey man, the first two weeks, 
of uh, of flour. You could just run your halide light, like it'll reduce stretch or something. Is there an advantage to doing this if you uh, have the light set up to do it? If you have the light set up to do it, it made a lot more sense with HPS and HID lights where people, HPS was not really that good of an all around light. It could do it, but it wasn't a good one. Metal halide was much better for veg. Now, in my opinion, just having a good full cycle, like 3,500 to 4,000 Kelvin uh, LED light is going to be better to where you don't have a change up in lighting. If anything, you just turn it up a little bit more um, so that the plant doesn't uh, have the stress of having a change, a really sudden change in its light cycle. So doing it with the metal halides you were using for veg and then carrying over the first couple of weeks of flour made sense to kind of uh, ease them into that new environment. Um it, it doesn't make as much. If you have a good, just all around LED, that is all you need. You don't need a separate veg light. Okay, so if I have everything perfectly dialed, I'm like, yo, I like this, man. I'm going to buy me some B-spec, uh, more veg spectrum for the first two weeks of flower. Am I going to gain any advantage from that? Am I going to create less stretch in the plant? Is it going to transition to flower better? Is it worth it at all? Uh, it is going to stretch a little bit less and have some shorter internodal spacing, but no, it, it not much benefit over having a just good uh, full spectrum. Full, full, yeah. Full cycle light that it is around okay. 3,500 to 4,000. 3,500 so, I think 4, 000, NASA, right. NASA said that like 4215 is the ideal Kelvin color temperature for growing plants, but that research is also like 15 years old. <laughs> um, yeah, go for you know, it. You got to clean those plants up, though, man. If you're going, did you read the, the last the last tip? Um, it's funny you said that because <laughs> you're looking at it and you're like, um, he says, "Is there any tips?" And um, other than I plan on cleaning it up and defoliating, because could I? Yes, yes. I mean, absolutely. That's uh, I just made the mistake of doing this with my plants, which is think about all the green that is there. And it's all coming from that those roots. I mean, you can so clearly see there's your battery. Fuck, it looks like a battery. And it's got to supply all those, uh, all that foliage with energy. So direct it. And it isn't too late to uh, really start trimming that and shaping it. It will come back. So I would consider doing that and get all the bottom stuff off. If you don't think it's going to be a dank bud, if it's not going to be able to get, if it doesn't have a big kind of stem to it or you know a big pipeline to the to the nutrients to the source uh get rid of it and if you can't get a lot of light if it's shaded or you know in a bad position get rid of it excellent excellent let us know their smoke stash we got what's going on in our grows i'm going to tell peeps about the pros list do grows.com forward slash pros there's some sales coming up guys uh, from people over on the pros list today, I'm going to tell you about Pulse Grow. They got a Black Friday bundle. When's Black Friday? It's the day after Thanksgiving. Yes. Right. And that's yes, when you're is. supposed to go to as many stores as you can and go have fun out in the world. Yeah, back in the day. Yes, that's what you did. Now you just do it all digitally and don't have to wait in lines anywhere. Dude, I was uh, in the store a couple of days ago and I was like, what is happening here? And they were like, Black Friday sales. I went to a store, just to keep it quick, to look for some snow boots for me and my boy. And it's kind of a local clothing store. And I'm like, yeah, I know I could order these online. It's nice to try on boots if you can. It's nice to try on anything if you can. Yes, it is. But uh, I'm like, you know what? I'll vote with my dollars. I'll go here if they have what I need. And I looked around, I found, and then they had a line that would have taken me 30 to 35 minutes to get through. 
And I'm like, okay, I'm out here. Because <laughs> like, I don't know. I, it's, I, I don't, I want to support my local brick and mortar, but there are times where it's just like, uh, it's not worth my time right now. You know, you got to do a better job, man. If they want our support, they got to do a better job to take our money that made us wait, make us wait 40 minutes to take our money when there's an easier solution out there. That's on them. Seems like that's what they want us to do. All right. Off subject, pulsegrow.com, the Black Friday bundle. You will get a Pulse One plus a Pulse Pro. So you can have all the functionalities. The difference, guys, the Pulse One monitors your temp, humidity, VPD, and light, or the Pulse Pro brings in PPFD, CO2. Uh, it has an onboard lithium rechargeable battery. You can walk around with the unit, go to different places, and all paired with a very friendly app. I say that because I get frustrated with some apps and this app is built by growers and works well. But the bundle, when you get the both of them, will save you a bit of money. It says use code BFBUNDLE at checkout and you get both of these for 500, uh, which I believe saves you like 200 something uh, with my non-quick math. Nice. But man, great way to protect your guys grow. It's insurance for you grow. Check out the details at pulsegrow.com. Or even if you're just struggling with understanding or looking at VPD charts, pulsegrow.com has a lot of resources on their resources tab. They have some of the best charts out there to give you clone, vegetative, bloom, and just all the different VP charts you should see if you're trying to dial in your grow. Pulsegrow.com, coupon code DUDE, Black Friday bundle. And more sales are coming, guys. Keep your eyes on the pros list. We're good for LED lighting. Uh, probably, I don't know if Rosenbaum's doing one, but we'll try and bring them all to you as they happen. Nice. Very good, dude. Your grow, man. Your grow. Scotty, you went into your grow and you uh, got a video here of some uh, a nifty irrigation update. Yeah, I might have to leave town for a few days and I've been having to refill the buckets about every two to three days. When I say refill, I get about five inches of water in the bottom of it. And within a couple of days, you know, within, yeah, I'd say two days, it goes down to about two inches of water. Ah, it's on you this time. You're going out of town and you don't want to have to have point a finger when you come back. I know typically you have somebody on the bakery team there that passing through can water the stuff, but I don't think that's always worked before. And there will be somebody here. You know, there's, there's people here. Max potency is going to be taking care of the plants, but I want to make it as easy for them, for him as possible. Okay. So what do you got? I put, I'll show you, check out this, this is my automatic watering system. Have a look. All right, Joe, I have to go out of town. I'm worried about these buckets. I have a little bottom feeding system. I normally film up about here at about five inches. They go down every, I'd say 24 hours, I'd say 36 hours. So I need to keep them filled. Here's the problem. Every time I've messed with, uh, SIP system and I've just kept them at a constant uh, constant uh, level, it hasn't gone well. They start getting root rot. They just don't seem to like it as much as when the level's falling and then raising and falling and raising. Couldn't figure out how to do that for a long time, but I finally figured it out. A lot of joints, a lot of staring at the wall, but uh, here you go, take a look. I've spaghetti plumbed all this tubing together. Every one of these has just a little drain hole or a, a or actually filling nutrient and and then it all just comes on back I'll close that but it comes on back to this little reservoir over here it's just a four gallon bucket hooked up with the float valve there's the blue line coming in from from the uh, grow and all we're doing here is we're maintaining the top level of what we want so that's right at five inches that's as high as we want it to go 
and now we're just gonna let it fall. We'll let that fall over 24, 36 hours, then we'll give it a little bit more water. I could never figure out how to give it more water periodically, but what I wound up with is just a little sprinkler timer like this. I have it on auto. Every 36 hours, it turns on for about a half hour. I think actually I'm gonna do about 45 minutes and it just slowly fills the system up. When it's filled, it's filled. And then after a while, the uh, timer turns it off. So it's not constantly keeping this at a level. Uh, in 36 hours, the level will drop. This will turn back on, top it off again, and it shows an automatic top-off system. And it was pretty easy to do. This is the water running from my uh, city water right here. Just used some 3 8 polyline. And then I just got stoned and went to Home Depot and just bought some fittings that fit on the end of, uh, of uh, this sprinkler dealio right there, timer. And it's been working good. So it should allow me to leave for a couple of days. We'll see. I'll let, I'll let you know when I get back. Okay, I don't I don't know. It seems like not I'm not saying you're making the set it and forget it harder because if that's chugging along just right, your water timing there is based just on the uh you know when it needs to be watered. I like how it's going to drain completely out. Like there's you're not going to have standing water in there. You're no, even going to have kind of a dry period too? No, I don't want a dry period. And there is that's where there is going to be a little bit of, of tweaking it. But say every 24 hours, I'm thinking maybe every 36 hours, uh, the level's going to go from five inches and maybe I want it down to two inches. And then I want it to, you know, then to go back up to five inches again. So that's why I'm just using <laughs> that simple sprinkler timer thingy, you know, the, the timer, uh, uh, yeah, it's a faucet, faucet or spigot timer is what I'm using. It's so nice how your up. your real buckets look like they got the they like fake wood look to them. That's nice. Mean, man, how do you know that's not real wood, bro? <laughs> <laughs> What's the volume in those? Those are pretty like ten gallons. Those are twelve gallons, and they'll hold three to four gallons of water in the bottom. But so I, you gotta I grow big plants to take advantage of those. No. Yeah, that's why those are there. Is because I remember those plants. How am I the only one that I never remember anything? But about six, eight weeks ago, those plants were way too big for the five gallon buckets. I was, they were all getting sickly and not mm -hmm. looking right. I thought I had bugs and I decided I was going to learn and put them in some larger hempy buckets and uh, see what, see if they recovered, if it really was bugs or whatever. And they, boom, they recovered. They look beautiful. And so, you know, I like to go to Home Depot and get high. So I went and bought some of those buckets. I, <laughs> transplanted them all into these giant buckets. I played around, remember with the different wicks. I made a rock wool wick and perlite wick and sand wicks. And yeah, that's kind of the experiment I got running in there now. Right on. Well, uh, good to see some automation in your irrigation. I got too much going on in my grow, man. Too much now, it's a good thing. You can see the green tent glowing behind me still. Nice. It had uh, some gear coming. We're gonna talk about it probably in the next grow talk. Just give you a teaser. Um, I got my little, look at this badass, cute little booster, four inch booster from AC Infinity, speed control here. Um, Can I shout out to them? They fucking sent us, I don't know if it's for giving away or if it's for display or a joke, but what size fan was that, Guru? It was like, a, I don't know if it was a 12 or a 14 inch fan, but it's the biggest fan I've ever seen. And as far as fur and a grow. It was a 14. A it was four, fucking huge. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, we will definitely have some DGC giveaways. I got to get this stuff sorted. Um, got a nice controller 67 here, which is going to be uh, a Bluetooth fit and controller for my two by four tent. 
But on today's show, I just wanted to give the tease. I'm super excited to get all this shit going. Uh, Radical bags, man. Check out the radical bags. I had some, uh, I need to go to one gallon soon. And I was outside and my radical bags have been sitting outside since this season. And these radical bags sitting here in my dishwasher. This is before I put them in the dishwasher, by the way. You know, not too bad, huh? So I put them in the dishwasher, mainly to sanitize them. Sure. They were sitting outside. There's mold, there's spores, there's whatever outside. I figure a dishwasher cycle is probably going to get high, hot enough to sanitize them. Did, um, did you have to wait until your wife was not home to you do that? You better have, man. No, she unloaded them. I didn't even tell her. And she unloaded them and didn't say anything. She knows it how seems it like there's a dinner plate right next to the one. Bro. <laughs> they washed the upper, rack is, the upper rack is full of dishes. So they were washed in conjunction with my... Here's the, the washed one, man. We're looking... Looking freaking good. These have probably been used for three years now, at least outside. Wow. That's awesome. So these are the one gals. I'm going into one gals. They are easy to wash. That was the point of this. In your washer or dishwasher, get most of the dirt off of them first. Um, and then I watered in my plants. I've made some tea, Scotty. Check out my frass tea here. Simple way to make tea. All you need to do is I just got, this is an old container that holds like a gallon of uh, peanut butter pretzels that my kid loves. And then I put in a half gallon of water and then I put in about two tablespoons of insect frass, shook it up and just let it sit. It's sitting on a heat mat in the pitcher. I didn't keep it on the heat mat. Um, and I kept opening it up to do some air exchange, but let it sit overnight, 12 hours. And that's like, cause some people, when they hear tea, I think they're intimidated a little bit. I've been like, Oh, how long do I have to bubble it? What are all of my crazy ingredients? But this is a very basic insect frass tea. And what like, is I'm, I don't know a ton about it. So it's in, so we're not really brewing microbes here, right? Because microbes would be trying to brew aerobic microbes. So we would need a bit more air exchange. I, would, I think we need air actually oxygenating the water. So this is basically just like melting some insect frass. In I would say that, you know, I thought about the air exchange. Maybe I should have left the top off. I was coming over whenever I walked by this container to shake it and give it a fresh breath. So it didn't sit, you know, for hours and hours, except overnight it did. But no, I believe there are microbes that are they're definitely microbes, beneficial sure. bacteria and stuff and insect sure. frass. I again, I don't know if you're saying are we breeding them in there or I think we're activating them. What right when I shook it up, I got a lot of that thought the foam might be showing my, you know, the microbes coming to life. No. I I there don't. are there are most definitely microorganisms uh in insect frass. Um and brewing it is going to really not I mean, you're you're gonna propagate some of them. The main thing you're getting is the breakdown of this insect frass uh, via the enzymes that those microbes are creating uh, to better help uh, that be like plant deliverable nutrition to the plant and that chitosan be more available too. Are you able to, do you don't need oxygenation, either airflow or a bubbler or something like that uh, to brew these? I definitely would just personally because of how bad insect frass smells especially when you like get a little anaerobic <laughs> yeah uh, like, oh i call it insect that gas. didn't that tea, that's what i'm worried about let's say you look at the next picture this is the insect frass i used guru you can check out the label there superfly insect ass ah that's awesome <laughs> yeah nice I, will, I just gotta remember that I've never seen something uh, make someone just like smell it and then immediately start vomiting uh, as <laughs> pot, pothead assistant when he, oh, there was like some insect frass that had gotten man. put into a dry vac that had some water in it. No wonder he doesn't and, call anymore. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, that this was stuff bad. went bad. This stuff doesn't smell horrible. It didn't, I mean, and it smells kind of bad, but it goes away and it didn't smell bad to brew. I, I thought it, it would get worse, but it has a 324 NPK. 
reading up about it, it's supposed to have complete nutrition. I use this as this watering insect press only tea. I didn't put any other inputs into it. My uh, plants are looking good. Finally, check out this irie looking good here. I have two orange gasms uh, feminized and two strawberry strawberry starburst. And basically at this point, they're going to almost getting close to transplant to one gals. We're looking at them in four inch containers here. Uh, look way better than the seedlings I've been showing you. Uh, and I'm going to let them stress a little in the one gals I just showed you because I want to push them to, sh to show their pistols. I want to see on the starburst that aren't feminized, which one might be a male. I have an idea. The back right one to me looks like this might be the male. And uh, my, my new plan, Scotty, is to take plants to a three gal, get them to flower immediately, pretty close to after I take them to a three gal. Right. Potentially no topping or training. And keep popping beans, man, and just having fun. Just keep popping beans. My four, two by four tents always going to be a bloom tent, little veg tent behind me, and have fun with flowering out little three gals of different strains. That uh, sounds awesome. But well, what happens when you get that one where you're like, dude, I love this one so much. I wish I could keep it. If uh, you love something, first thing you should truly let it go to see. You know what I mean? <laughs> you love something, set it free. If it doesn't come back, go fucking. I hear you, it. but it will be. I'll find there'll always be more good dank. I won't be disappointed. I'll miss some. It's good to miss things, you know. Sometimes you have them around for too long. So, and I want to pop these seeds, and it's going to be exciting. Damn it, damn it! It'll be challenging and exciting. And uh, I'm not fully sold on the idea entirely, but from a guy that's been growing clones and of the same strain and growing out in seven and ten gallon containers for long veg times. I'm excited to see a variety in shorter periods and smaller plants, easy to handle. You got a three gal, you can just take it over here and set it on a table if you want. You know, pretty soon I'll have one on either side of me. Okay. Hey, what is is your thermometer's not in Celsius, is it, man? <laughs> no, it's the problem. My thermometer says it's 86 degrees, which is great. I just took this out of the veg tent and then 30% humidity because it's been sitting out the veg tent for a minute, but my humidity has been low. When you have a veg tent and your only plants you have in there are this size, that's my only plant material, right? Um, How I'm has your humidity with, been low with like biblical floods going on in Vancouver recently? Uh, because the, well, forced air. I mean, the furnace in here, my house uh, humidity. Yeah, the, the, the furnace takes it, takes it down. Um, you know what 30 what? degrees Celsius is? It's 86 uh, degrees Fahrenheit, man. What? Whoa. You see what the universe just did there, dude? I don't think you're right. I Googled it, man. Right? Possibly. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, I'm not strong on my Celsius set. I know zero is freezing. <laughs> not bad. Yes, not bad. But excited to have variety in the grow, to set up the small tent, and uh, to show some peeps how, and I'm going to have some challenges. I've never grown in such a small veg area. And my jalapenos popped, man. I'm going to have some fun shit going on. You can tell nothing's going on outside, right? In the summertime, it's like nothing's going on in here. And then in this time of year, but I think I want to try and have this tent year round right down here. All right. Are you excited? I am excited. You said summertime and I don't know for some reason it's it's close to December. Winter hasn't hit in Colorado yet. I guess if you're a skier, that sucks. But for people that just like to go outside and I like like walking to my car and stuff like that. Yeah, it makes it really nice, man. Uh, before I leave my grow and shout out to a recharge store, remind you dudesworld.ca forward slash Irie. If you do want to hook up in Canada, 
on some of the iRe genetics. Uh, I'm getting new genetics every month, guys. There's also now, if you're over on dudesworld.ca forward slash iRe, a little, you can request something if you don't see it there. Just get put on the list for when I restock up. Thanks to Ross and Jeff and iRe genetics. All right. Who's slinging the recharge out there? Out in the grocery store world. You got a shout out to the skunk, homie. We're going, <laughs> we're going to Oklahoma and skunk grow supplies all over Oklahoma. Man, I kind of like they that. got two of them in Tulsa and then one of them in Owasso. Owasso. I figured we'd wow. shout out to some Oklahoma stores just because we're about to be in Oklahoma. Yeah, very cool. Cowboy Cup. But thank you for the recharge, love. Go over there, ask for some grow dots, some recharge. They got it all, man. Skunk grow supply. I like, I dig. Yeah. Uh, let's do some shout outs to these DDC Patreon producers making the show happen here. I'm going to give thanks to Front Royal Cannabis and 420 Swingers. What's up? This is one I was just thinking about a couple days ago, man. Wake and bake on the throne, man. Hey, that's a DDC on the throne. Sent me in some news for the show. I appreciate it. Right on, man. All right, I'll give it a whirl. <laughs> Grow Dog 420, thank you for the support. Appreciate it. What's up, Royalty Jeanette? Wait, Royalty Gene Ticks. Gene Ticks. No, it's gotta be genetic, sir. <laughs> Gene ticks, that's as good as uh oh I can't remember what else. Uh where are we at? Did we say 710 Royal Gold? Thank you. Thank you. I don't think it's royal, man. That's just 710 gold, all right? It's oh my god, I'm programmed. Is the secret, it's a secret code for oil, okay? So it's like gold gold. You know what I mean? I love it. Very cool. Bilbo Scroggins and Kodank Buckbuds. Kodank Buckbuds. Whoa. I should have just stuck with that the first time. <laughs> Kodank Buckbuds. Thank you so much. Appreciate all Abe. the Hey, Michael, Matt, and Stimson, Jake Hadnip. What's right. going on? <laughs> you know, we couldn't do it out. I couldn't do it out with my fellow brothers like Emilio Dankstevez, man. I mean, he's always there <laughs> for me. All right. Thanks for not going all Charlie Sheen on us, brother. Oh, right on, guys. Stay higher, my friends. Until next time, we'll be coming at you. Hey, take a reason, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude.